on 3AW Nights. What's he building in there? Inside Tony's head. We have a right to know. With Tony Tardio. Tony Tardio, good evening. Dennis, good evening to a very brave Dennis. I was reading about you on the weekend, how how brave you were. (laughs) Yes, immensely. I feel like there'll be a bravery award coming any time soon. I didn't actually read the article because I couldn't get into it, but uh, I saw the headline, uh, you know, Dennis Walter stays when everybody else is a vac. What, What actually happened? Dennis Walter didn't stay. It was too noisy. I couldn't stay on air because of the, the, at the quarter to 12 or just before quarter to 12 Friday night, suddenly, evacuate now. And it went on and on and on. And eventually I said to, uh, I was doing a cross with Pat Panetta, a pre-sell for overnights. And, um, I said to, to him, uh, and uh, also to uh, back to Simon Owens, who was uh, uh, pushing the buttons for me, I said, I'm being told to evacuate. I better evacuate. So I did. <laughs> this it isn't wasn't the quite tennis. as dramatic as uh, it was portrayed. This is at the tennis. Yes, yeah. Dennis at the tennis, yes. And do, do we know what the cause of the evacuation was? Was there an issue or, or nothing? Yeah, there was an issue. It was a, f- a faulty um, faulty alarm. It was oh, triggered right. and it shouldn't have been. There was actually nothing really going on, which is good. Anyway, the, the, the bit I read was that you were very brave to uh, stay there while everybody else left, but obviously that's not the case. Well, you know, I was pretty brave at the time. Well, you're a very brave man, Dennis. I, I know you are. <laughs> well, I've been involved in uh, media entertainment for 54 <laughs> years. Yes, you're probably right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Tony, have you had a dream? Well, I've got a couple of topics here that I wanted to talk about, but the first one was, um, and I, I had this dream last night, and it's a recurring dream that right. I have. And it's, it's the same theme, but in different situations. Like a couple of months ago, I had a dream that I had to go to the MCG to read the news and the studio was in the MCG and I had to get in there, which was a battle, and I had to go through all these people and I, and, and I had to get there by a particular time and I was looking at the watch and it was, I couldn't find the place and I knew I had to get there. So there was that sort of dream. And then last night I had a dream where, again, I was having to go into the news booth to read but um, people were talking to me and stopping me from doing it and it's just all these obstacles in the way of getting to read the news and then I finally get there and I'm late and people shouting at me in the headphones from Adelaide, you know, do, can you do our weather, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. I guess radio people tend to have these dreams. Have you had any of, you know, stuff like When this? I first started panelling, when I got my first job in radio at 3GL Geelong, uh, and I just learned how to uh, run the old toggle switch, the old-fashioned panels. Um, I panicked about getting into this. I had dreams about not being able to get into the studio or not being able to time out, all those sort of things. So similar, very similar. Yeah. Well, th- this has happened a few times now, this recurring dream of the same sort of stuff. And I'm wondering whether uh, people out there have had... Uh, maybe not about radio, but other dreams that seem to recur uh, all the time um, about particular uh, themes. Uh, well, it's we, am- uh, we, it's we amazing a- what's inside our, our psyche, Dennis, that we're not aware about. I'll mention your dream to Kayleen Wynne tomorrow night after nine, Tony, because she she can analyse what's going on. Oh, right. I'd be interested to know. 
I will get back to you. Uh, Marilyn, good evening. Oh, hi, Dennis. Hi, Tony. Hello, Marilyn. I've, I've got a poem for you, Tony. Don't faint. <laughs> Lovely. It's all guesswork, and here goes. Mm-hmm. Dennis has a friend. Tony is his name. Always reading news is his claim to fame. A family man, a champion. Golf is what he plays. He's full of information each and every day. The love of his young ones and his budding bride. A passion for his work he will never hide. Camping out he loves the great outdoors. Fancy dress for fun. Dad always wears his drawers. Fishing with his mate. Dennis is his name. A big one on the hook. Keeps him feeling sane. Now footy is the favourite. Go, go, go. I forgot to ask what team. Tony really knows. Tony and Dennis will always say hello. 3AW's with you wherever you may go. Love, Marilyn. Good on you, Marilyn. Thank oh, you Marilyn, very that's much. That's a round of applause. That is. Uh... I didn't know you played golf, Tony. Well, I do play golf. Yeah, I don't play all the time because it's a game that takes a lot of time. But what I love is going to the driving range and just smashing those Same. balls. Same. A lot it's of work uh... went into that poem from Marilyn. Very yeah, Marilyn impressed. goes through a lot of trouble with her poems. Uh, thank you, Marilyn, as always. Warren, good evening. Hello, yeah, just a quick question. I was, um, I feel I'm 73 years of age and um, 3AW this morning were talking about the people went from Caulfield to Bentley on the train. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're going to put it on the TV news tonight, which they didn't. Not being brutal crude, but I'm old, but when... In real life, when are we going to stop this? I'll give you my quick impression because I know it's short for time. If I'm a married man with children. You're a married man with children. If you're sitting on a train and someone gets up and beats you up, she's lost her eyeballs, the other person's unconscious, and yet then all of a sudden it's cut short. And I was talking to I'm just an old pension and all that. And I, I, I really, I sweat every night and case invasion but the problem is when's it going to stop the the police can't do anything it was a cover up tonight because the public transport system which I've got a few friends I know we read I make it short and sweet and so Warren hang on what's, what, what, what is your concern about that particular incident or is it in general that you, was, could, you're concerned about well-being of the community yeah yeah what, it keeps happening now I make it short and sweet I'm children, you've got children, everyone. If you, if you want to travel from one spot to another, in this instance, kids, kids, the girl's lost her voice, so she's 21 years of age, and then they're going to shout on TV tonight, uh, AW, I believe, is um, Channel 9, but then I was told by someone, now they've got to cut it short because it's going to affect the, the p- public transport. Uh, Warren, I'm not sure about that, Tony. Well, the story came up on the Tom Elliott show where mm. a lady rang up and said that her daughter, aged 21, was on a Frankston line train on Tuesday night, late Tuesday night, with I think three or two friends. And uh, she was attacked from behind by th- this group that got on, I think she said Caulfield. Fractured, fractured eye socket. There was a girl in part of the gang that got on, and 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 she had a um, yeah a, a damage to her eye, and the other girl got dragged in the carriage, 
uh, downed the carriage and suffered concussion. This was in a packed carriage. Uh, um, and now, uh, that's what we heard. Pub- the PSO people, public trans- they, they did confirm that an incident took place and that these people were arrested somewhere down the line at a, at a railway station. Um, my problem with what came out today was this happened last Tuesday night, Dennis. It's a pretty, yep. se- pretty serious incident. I mean, someone Very. with a fractured eye socket. Um, uh, the police didn't release any information. Now, they probably thought we're not going to release it because we've, we believe we've caught the people involved. Yep. But don't you want to warn the people who use the Frankston line that this is the sort of stuff that's happening? Or should they not be told about this stuff? Well, they should be told, but it could happen on any line, in fairness. It's not necessarily going to be the Frankston line. Right, but, but, but I think that the, the duty of the police is not just to f- catch these people, but it's also to tell people that these things are happening. Because otherwise, unless somebody rings 3AW or another media organisation and says, my daughter did this or this, no one knows about these things. Yeah. I can see the police's um, point of view, and it's not like they're—it's um, not like they're looking for something extra to do. They're—they're they're absolutely stretched. But um, I th- yeah, that's one of the things that's so good about this station, Tony. The stories do rise to the surface. Which well, is eventually, hopefully, you, you would think that all the big stories that happen in Melbourne eventually do make it to the surface and the public, because that's what we're all serving—the population of Melbourne. They. I think, have a right to know what's going on in their city. Now, I know the argument is that uh, some people might find that intimidating and scary, and, uh, and it is scary. If people are breaking into your home and the doctor got killed two weeks ago, that yep. is scary. But I think people need to know that that's happening. Oh, yes, absolutely. And um, it's, it's been a pretty wild uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Tony Tardio is with me. Uh, have you had recurring dreams? If so, what are those dreams? Uh, and anything else you want to talk about to do with the news? Wonderful 3693 3AW Nights.